shit, ladies and gentlemen. What in the flying fuck are we doing today? Today is episode 92. I, uh, of course, am Boy MT. It's uh, really great to have you guys listening in. This is Intergalactic Interviews, and what can I say? We've had some really cool guests before, but this particular guest is uh, one we've had circled on the calendar for a little while. Uh, before we get to that, though, I just want to give you a little bit of piece of news, some opportunities, uh, a real cool thing you can try out. If you want to go to the Lower Mainland right now in Vancouver, British Columbia, or maybe you're uh, experiencing some kind of travel value and you want to come out and check this out at any point in time, you are more than welcome to come check out the premier isolation tank experience in Vancouver, and that is here at Floathouse. If you go to floathouse.ca right now, use our podcast promo code, I, I podcast, that's going to get you 20% off, 20% off your next float for you to experience a serene, relaxing experience of just totally, totally chill vibes. Like, I, first of all, I can't even really explain beyond your own personal experience, but it's pretty much like a spa for your mind. If you want to think about it in a way that it helps you rejuvenate, it's for everyone out there. It's for all walks of life. I float, these guys float, you should float, you should try it out. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself. Make an investment, make yourself better for tomorrow. And if you want to do that, again, use our podcast promo code IIPodcast. That'll get you 20% off your next float. And you want to go to floathouse.ca. Goddamn, motherfuckers, here we are. And uh, what can I say? I'm here with uh, a man, many slashes to his name. He's... uh, He's uh, one of my favorite uh, battle rappers of all time, one of my favorite podcasts out there. Uh, he's, a, he's a podcast host, battle rapper, comedian, uh, he's a great writer. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for uh, the illustrious Dirtbag Dan. Ah, the Zay, baby, rah. Rah. <laughs> that was the nice. most toned down the Zay. I didn't want it, the mic looks so nice. Okay. We're, in like, we're, we're in like the most chill <laughs> You got a pop filter ever. though, you got to pop, you can't hurt oh, it too much. Oh, I know, much. like I'm going to pop, pop, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. pop all over this pussy. Yeah. No, but uh, this whole place is so chill. Like, it's I very feel like chill. super out of place being like, the Zay, baby. That's okay. Yeah, we had a pretty epic rants last week about the DC uh, Superman Batman movies. Oh, okay. Our, yeah, our yeah. guest just went off just on it. Just was screaming. Yeah, and, shit. and I was like, this is a spa. This is a spa, by the way. Yeah, it's hey, good, yo, though. Yeah. I kind of like when we get a little aggressive in here. He it, does. It, it sends a message. We should mention that uh, uh, Saavedra, our, our boy Saavedra, is not here today. Um, but uh, what can I say? We but have his just... jacket and bag are here. So. <laughs> yeah. We'll just say this appropriately. <laughs> in lieu of. Yeah, in lieu of. Around. Good yeah, man. That, that fits him, yeah. Quiet. I like that. Yeah. Person. <laughs> uh, Good listener. Uh, Mr. Mr. Dan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Dirtbag Dan, you are uh, in the midst of a tour right now. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're on tour with Kung Fu Vampire. Yes. Good friend of mine. Uh, had an opportunity to tour with him in 2014 in the States. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a continuation of that tour in uh, Canada. Minus Recognize, who went out with us the first time, who is also the homie, like, via Battle Rap and other things. But uh, really, because... Way back, yeah. Oh, man. from way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he was one of the guys who, like, when I was coming up in the freestyle battle stuff, I was looking at, like, yo, that's the man. What's the name of this tour, Look Alive? This is the Look Alive tour, which is the name of Kung Fu Vampire's album, which I believe drops on July 9th. July 9th, worldwide. Bang, bang, bang. Through yeah. all the... Uh, KungFuVampire.com. All the uh, usual suspects, I imagine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, uh, this, is, uh, this is a tour for his album, but since he was coming to Canada, he was like, I got to take Dan. 
because I told him, I was like, I'm, I'm out here all the time for King of the Dot, but I never get to like stop at any of the places in between mm -hmm. Vancouver and Toronto. Toronto. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it, it'll be really cool to kind of like dip into these small spots like, you know, uh, Grand Bend, Ontario. And you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, like where's that? Thunder Bay. Yeah, yeah, you know like... what I mean? We'll hit up, you know, like I, I'm, I'm with that. I think Monkton. that's going to be super cool. Yeah. I'm from a small town in Ontario in yeah. north, northwestern Ontario. You'll definitely pass through it. Dope. I'm in. No, so, why uh, would you go through Kenora? It doesn't make any sense. No, I mean you won't play. You won't. Yeah. Not, I thought you were not like, performing there. But but, but there's uh, one road and it's <laughs> the, and it goes down that. But you way. have to inevitably cruise. If by. South cool. Park has taught us anyway. Yeah, there's just one road. Follow the only road. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, let me let me just get into this. Uh, I know uh, I know we got uh, a little bit of time here. Because, yeah, we're good, uh, man. Where do we even where do we even start? Where do but, we start? Uh, I yeah. do. I am playing a show tonight, but it's like. This is that we were just talking about. This is that period where like cats are just lining up out front, yes. and then <laughs> and, you know my merch is all set up and everything. And like uh, as far as sound checks con uh, concerned, I did the last sound check of this whole tour last night. Like I'm not sound checking anymore because all I gotta do is make sure the beat is on, and then it, does sweet. the microphone work? Cool, because it's gonna get changed throughout the night anyways. So it's like why yeah. even worry about it? Do you, do you have some spin with you this uh, this uh, tour? What is like is like itchy with you? Like, no, like, uh, I, it's just me on stage. Yeah, so and this is how it. I did the last tour with uh, Kung Fu Vampire too. Kung Fu rolls with I like that uh, Chris Paxton, who is an amazing drummer. He's also the sound engineer for Twisted. He 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 recorded. Uh, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci like, yeah. like he does a whole bunch of like weird like he's he's a very like uh, accredited individual and he's actually the guy who recorded uh, my whole last album and. Uh, you know, mixed it and did all the engineering. He engineered the Dirt Peg Dan LP. Yeah, the DBD LP. Yeah. So he uh, has like a, he can handle me. You know, basically he sets me up on his pad to where I can just run up and press the button and a song starts. So he's got me covered basically as far as like that aspect of it. But I do have to pare down my performance because when I am with Itchy the Killer, who's like a world-class DJ, mm -hmm. I could just be like, Itchy, get him, and then drink some water <laughs> yeah. while he goes. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I think I think my favorite cut off that album is Fuck That. Uh, yeah, that's I've, how I start the sets. Yeah? Uh, yeah? That was my next question was where do you slot that in? Uh, fuck that first. First. Yeah. Just right get them the going bat. right away. Yo, there were children in the audience in Port Townsend. I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, you, you brought them here. You're a mistake. And then I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm all worried. I'm like, I should skip. Fuck that. I'll go to the next one. And the next song is Concentrate. And the way I introduce mm -hmm. that song every time is I go, <laughs> this song is about smoking concentrated marijuana. So it's like, what's, I mean, really like, we're, we're damaging the kids, basically. Let's just start with Fuck That. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Actually, the first time I heard it was, I was in Vegas. And I saw you release the video. And uh, it's like, what, like put, put something on in the fucking hotel room. And I was like, all right, boom. I threw that on. And I was like, this is fucking dope. Well, I like the shit. I like Yo, a lot. Uh, that video was directed by Rory Campbell, who's the producer of the Durbag Dan Show, who last week won his third Emmy. Emmy, that's wow. right. Yeah, wow. he's a he's he's a production. Uh, he's I guess he's the head of production now at MB, NBC locally in uh, the South Bay. So it's fuck? a local Emmy, guys. It's not a you know <laughs> he's not like accepting the award next to Leonardo or anything. But it's uh like it's, in the Simpsons when they're like. Oh, it's a Grammy. Yeah. <laughs> and then throw it in the pile. Yeah. No, but it's dope, man. And, and, and it's crazy that we have him, like, he goes from doing that, like, serious-ass news shit, to, and then he goes home and edits Fuck That. Yeah. Know? That's cool. Well, that's dope, though. That's a, that's a real cool, versatile uh, function, which 
that speaks a lot to the people you surround yourself with. You do have a lot of versatility around you. Like you yourself, you know, I mentioned in, in the intro, you have so many slashes to your name. Like, yeah, a lot you didn't of, say just regular rapper because that's what I'm doing tonight. You also <laughs> didn't say you also didn't say stay at home dad for two yeah. beautiful cats, oh, which nice. I also oh, nice. am. I also have two cats. Per what are your cats' names? Uh, They're not both Alex. I hope no, <laughs> no, because no. MDs are. Yeah, yo, that's retarded. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Yeah, yeah, in the best way. But yeah, yeah. one is Alexander which one the that best. You're yelling, I guess it doesn't matter because they both like come and do dumb shit at the same time. I have one that's named Moomoo, who's like awesome. <laughs> Awesome. He's like an older guy. He's a type of cat who, like, when we would go for walks, he would just walk down the street with us and oh, walk okay. with oh, nice. us, you know? Outside. And then, yeah. yeah, outside. He's, he's a monster. And then uh, we have another cat named Deuce, who I think is a little, he's like touched. Yeah. He, has, he definitely, <laughs> like, cat he thing. shits places so awkwardly, and his name is Deuce. So I feel like <laughs> it's my fault. You set him up. Did you name him before? You discovered this oh, no, trait. Oh yeah, no, it's it's totally my fault. Oh, I okay. named him Deuce, and then he he drops yeah, deuces all for right. me all over the place. Don't name your pets anything like pissy or shitty. Yeah, pissy. It'll they it's will good advice. They will adopt that moniker yeah, into pissy, their pissy, mantra. Pissy. Yeah, like uh, Seymour brought up earlier, uh, I have two cats. I have like a Maine Coon. You ever, you ever seen Maine Coons? Yeah. Yeah, the big fuckers with yeah. the little pointy things. They are big he's cats like, that he has. He's like 26 pounds, Yikes. giant fucking cat. I, I talk, he, he gets brought up on the show inadvertently all the time, so yeah. I, I don't want to It happens, bore bro. people. Yeah. Yo, they, they were making fun of me, Hella, because uh, one time when we used to have the show connected to my phone... My wife texted me that the cat pissed on the bed and it popped up on the <laughs> screen. Oh, screen behind you. Yeah, and then everybody was like, oh, your cat pissed on the bed. And then it's like, I don't have no it's control no over what happens on my, my own podcast. So basically, like, it just became like a 30-minute roasting session about my cat sure. pissing on the bed. That's actually one not of the things. Not Deuce, though. Yeah, not Deuce. No, no. no it he was, shits in the bed. No, it was totally Deuce. Oh, typical. Oh, Rumor would never do that shit. <laughs> typical Deuce right there. Actually, it's, it's one of the fucking favorite bro. things I like about uh, the podcast with the Dirtbag Dance Show is that... Uh, My friends are dicks? Yeah, like you guys... <laughs> it's like it's so It's so tolerantly intolerant. It's one of the, my favorite things ever to watch. It's like, um, Caustic actually might be one of my favorite active battlers, yeah. period, right now. He's so, a terrible person. He, like, and that's the thing about all, like, all that shit, like, that, it's so, we're doing just what we do all the time. The whole reason the podcast even exists is because Roy was just like, yo, we should just film you guys, because mm -hmm. you, this is all we do is just, we just roast each other, and, you know, talk about whatever dumb shit we're talking about. We just had to focus it, but, uh, it, it's hard to hang out with us. Like, I've had, like, people be like, yo, chill out. Like, you can't just be making fun of me like this. And I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. My friends are dicks, and we just all day do this shit. So it's cool, actually, like, being on this tour with Kung Fu, who's, like, the super, like, zen master. Like, mm. I get an opportunity to, like, separate myself from, like, all this negativity that fuels my life at home. Turn your third eye around, look at it, you're like, oh, hey, yeah. listen, you know. If there's ever a spot for you to do that right now here at Float House. Yeah, this is Zen as yo, shit. Zen this is the walk. zeniest fucking studio ever. You I'm haven't even walked around, beats. like, you go to the bathroom, it's just like, you yeah, can hear them, true. they pipe through. You, I don't know if you can hear it right now. Yeah, I can hear it. There's, like, gentle music. I'm watching these kangaroos yeah, lick yeah, their yeah, own exactly. Antelopes yeah. and kangaroos this shit and is, shit, yeah. This shit is dazzling. I told you I had to come back on mushrooms. Yeah, so, you've have you floated before? Uh, no, I have not. Never floated. No, before. man. 
wish I could have got you in here earlier. No, nah, you know what, man? It's yeah. These tours are like brutal on our bodies. Like we get out of the van and this then we start idea. loading <laughs> shit up, yeah. and then I meet you out front and I walk down the street. That and was do it. A podcast. Yeah. And this is like the most relaxing my night's gonna get. Have you had I, dinner yet? Yeah, we ate. We ate. Oh, okay. We stopped at White Spot. Classic. Oh yeah. I was Classic. uncomfortable with the name just because <laughs> we're on a we're already on a hip hop tour that, is it that there aren't any is black White folks Spot in the Canadian? van and I'm like, come on man, we can't go to White Spot. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. We're gonna go to Clan Spaghetti after this. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That uh Clan Rev. That restaurant yeah. apparently started sure. uh in weird ways too. Like apparently a guy just started bringing food to people at the beach. Yeah, and but then, only uh, white people. Only white sure, people. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't afford to be at the beach well, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. First <laughs> Apparently. of all, it was a segregated a beach. Dick, yeah, man. so you know. I'm yeah. supporting this business. It was weird though. But yeah, did you get the uh, O burger? Triple no, O-Burger? I got I got a chicken pot pie, and everybody looked at me. Oh, before. nice. That's yeah. a decent move. <laughs> but I was watching the Sharks, and I needed Ooh. something hearty. Let's talk. Okay, let's talk about this. So right now, the Sharks are in the Stanley Cup final. You are a true San Jose Sharks fan, yeah. and I have to say, for the several years. Uh, since I met you, I can say that I have seen you with them thick and thin. Yeah. You you are a diehard Sharks fan. Yeah. And uh, for well, it's funny because like as a Sharks fan, like there's no fair weather. That's the only team we have. And you'll just be like, for some years, you'll just be like, man, they suck. But you're still in a jersey. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're still you're still at the game. Like I, but you know, like any every other... year break my heart. But then you know this year. It's been uh, fantastic. Of course, I have to be like out of the country when they finally, sure, you know, yeah. take it to the next level. But hey, it's okay. I get to enjoy hockey with Canadians. I was, I was you get multiple teams per state, though. Yeah, but we don't have San Jose. Doesn't have any. It's a million people live in that city. It's the tenth largest city in America, third largest in California. The only sports team we have is the Sharks. I guess we have the Earthquakes, mm, which is do. like an M. Oh, okay. Fucking cares. <laughs> Yo, okay. Nobody cares. That's bro. so. This ain't Seattle, bro. We don't care about. We don't pretend to care about <laughs> soccer because it's the hip thing to do. Fair enough. No, we don't do that shit. That's so funny. Like in Vancouver here, the Whitecaps yeah. are like the only truly winning team yeah, yeah yeah and doing anything right now right so dude uh, the earthquakes were winning for years and nobody gave a fuck yeah, that's a, yeah, <laughs> yeah the whole that's thing. they're like yeah. winning the mls championship <laughs> they didn't even have a stadium bro nobody cares that's fucking funny yeah they just built their stadium like like last year and it yeah i'm not i don't go there it's not like i just say hey man i just i grew up in the states and uh hockey we just latched onto real fast because it was like yo we got a professional sports team in san jose it's mm. the sharks uh, you like, guys have the, one of the coolest good, yeah. logos ever. One yeah. of the coolest logos, I think, ever yeah. in any sport, actually, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, I think what they said was is that they tried to fight it originally, the, the NHL. They didn't want it to be the Sharks. They didn't like like the idea of like one team just having the most badass. You know, like it didn't fit the motif of like what the other teams were named after and like how the other teams got their names. They were just like, no, nah, you rich guys are just picking the best animal ever. Yeah. That's kind of dick. But Some they, noted killer. But they did. They 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 were the vote whatever went through and that year the Sharks uh Jersey hat, all that was the highest selling NHL thing. Yeah, of any other. Well, of course. You know what I mean? so. is, has there ever been? And I don't think this has ever been the case. But has there ever been two teams that had sticks featured in their logos in the finals the, facing each other? Because oh, the Penguins oh. are like holding. Yeah, a stick, that's a right? stick and a stick. Yeah. I don't know. Don't the Ducks have like the stick behind their thing too? Oh yeah, like even the Maybe Vancouver, like the, the old Vancouver logo. Has oh, the Johnny Hockey. Not that one. they ever made it to a final. <laughs> Johnny but, Hockey. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm a Habs fan. 
Okay. So uh, that sucks. You know, troubled times. Rough for <laughs> rough for you. <laughs> Usually this is me looking down my nose on Sharks fans, but yeah. you're right. You're doing just a man. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying it while it lasts. But yeah, why do the so. Sharks hate the stick so much? They're they're biting it in half. They don't even respect the game. Like, what's that about? Like, they're just like destroying. That's like, like the whole. That's like the whole metaphor. Yeah. It's just like rich Silicon Valley money. We're just like we're just gonna buy Fuck the it. best Canadians and bite the stick. That's right. You, you guys. Got a, oh, by the way, big fucking shout out right now to Joe Thornton's beard. Oh, Holy it's beautiful. Mother the beard's on all strip. the teams are insane. He's got like the the like the Gandalf yeah. just one single yeah, strip down today. the middle. He has the look to me in the east one strip. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, he's for real, man. He <laughs> yeah, is for sweet. real. He's he's on awesome. a white horse. But, uh, yo, Sharks, uh, like this is going to come out in like, uh, I'd say the next 24, 48 hours, depending okay, so, on yeah. when I can edit it. So uh, Sharks are alive right now. Yeah, they forced a, a game six in San Jose, which I think le- lends itself to the great possibility of a game seven, which I think is the best thing for everyone. Everybody who's an NHL fan. I think so, too. And, and like, that's the thing um, when it comes to the sport is, like, I'm just a fucking fan of the sport. For instance. Good game. I'm also a huge fucking fan of MMA. People, like... Are like oh you like UFC? I'm like no, no. I don't actually like UFC. I like I like MMA. MMA I like yeah, I like yeah. fighters in the in uh, in the UFC. Bro, I have the so I have the. I just well I showed a, a a contingent of good people I watch MMA with all the time. I showed that thing you you shared today of Robbie Lawler. Oh, so great! <laughs> just how, right? how badass Robbie Lawler so is great. talking about McGregor and like. And I've been I remember soul. watching Robbie Lawler get knocked out by you were uh, strike Nate, force cards uh, right? by Nick Diaz. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, but I, yeah, Strike Force cards for sure. But I grew up uh, on MMA. Like we had the black box when I was a kid, which okay. is basically Lots like of- uh, the little cable thing that lets you steal yep. whatever channel. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, not only was I like unrestricted watching porno at way too young sure, age, yeah. but we like when those first <laughs> shitty porno. Yeah, well, yeah, just like the blowjobs with just the eyes up and shit. It's like weird. it's like man. I'm really attracted to girls looking at me while I blow them. Yeah. I just it's I don't even need to now. see my dong. I just need to see the eyes. But uh, much uh, more emotional. That is funny. Um, <laughs> but the UFC shit, we would get the advertise before, and I remember the first one being like, "Oh, I'm watching this yeah, shit." And then Keith Hackney kicked the sumo in the face, and his tooth popped out of his That's mouth, right, and I yeah. was like, "This shit is real, bro." Wrestling dead for me that day. I was like, "I can't watch yeah. this shit anymore." This sumo got his tooth kicked out, and then the Brazilian guy lays on his back for. 45 minutes and the other guy just taps i'm done i, I yeah. don't even i don't understand life anymore yeah i remember watching yeah. maurice Crazy. smith and I, oh yeah. yeah and i remember uh i used to work at a video store and uh that's where a lot of people got it yeah i when i worked there they were like you can rent out as many videos as you want so i was like Boom, just cleared the one, shelf two three yeah. four a lot of people like uh, that i know like their first <laughs> introduction to ufc was uh like right next to like the faces of death in the video, like in like the, in like the weird internet, section, like, and yeah. it wasn't even like Blockbuster wouldn't even carry it at that point. It had to be like a mom pa video That's store, right, yeah. and mm-hmm. they would get UFC, you know, one, two, three, four, and then eventually, like I remember when Zufa bought it. I remember watching mm-hmm. every episode of The Ultimate Fighter as it came out the first season. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I, I'm a definitely like a true fan of MMA. I remember staying up to watch the last Pride event 
at a New Year's like Japanese time, so it was like we it was the, it didn't go live until like three a.m. or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. And it was uh, the one where Dan Henderson knocked out Vandalay Silva for the middleweight championship, and that's how they ended Pride. Was, In Pride, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Which is weird, right? Because you know it's like Dan Henderson is not a middleweight, but he was a middleweight in Pride. Yeah. I mean, he fought. It's like two o five or Wanda, whatever. Yeah, it was yeah, two o five yeah. middle in Pride. But yeah. that's how much of an MMA fan I am. Like I was like big time. Yeah, I was way before it was popular, following it religiously, yeah. and still to this day. Like, yeah, I got the UFC app, but I'm watching EFA events yeah. in the van. Like, you know I, I was man. always a Vandalay fan. I, I was always a huge Crow Cop guy. Oh, so yeah. I, I would watch like K1. Oh, yeah. And then uh, when when he was in, when him and Vandalay met in the Grand Prix back in like 06 or 05 yeah, or something, something like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. When that stare down happened in the middle of the ring, I remember thinking to myself, oh, I. I will never not be a fan of this. You know what I mean? Like like double negative the fuck out of this. No, 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 for sure. Like Like, that is, this is as cool as fucking anything gets. Yeah, And there's definitely been so many moments like that. I remember when Matt Sarah knocked out GSP and just like everyone in the room like was just like, what? How how big were his eyes, man? His eyes were like just pies on fucking And I think that, that MMA has really gotten to that point now where it's like, uh, they're so everybody is so good and on the level so much that any given day the number ten guy can knock out the yep. number one mm-hmm. guy. It, it was so rare when Matt Sarah did it because there was such an easy strategy to like lay and pray. And GSP was a total lay and pray he, fighter. He definitely. I, I'll tell you, man. In Canada, they I, I won't lie. Like there's such a huge number of people that rallied around him because he's our guy. He's yeah, our yeah, fucking yeah. guy, big Boring. time. But. By by the Carlos Condit fight, yeah, at the end, round the last three or four uh, bouts in his title uh, contention, there he was definitely feeling the effects of like people booing. But he still dominated. I find like he's still like. What I don't mind is that like he would take people to a point. It was like you're not able to fight back. Like sometimes like like the you know like Like again it's easy like John Fish like whatever but like. I didn't feel like John Fish would dominate opponents. No, he I get what you're won saying. The fight. He dominates opponents like in in uh, like World Series of Fighting, but yeah. on the UFC <laughs> level, like the yeah. lay, like his his strategy of just like all heart and like the you know getting you down and, and kind of muscling you up, it it doesn't work. And G, what GSP would do is is he would find like like he just jabbed Josh yeah, Koscheck for a whole it. fight. Like he would find a way to win that was like to me it was like. You know, when that someone's the, playing yeah. Street Fighter and you're like, you're cheap. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. doing a low you're kick. You're winning. cheap. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I still just, win. But still he, he made you look a little, like, silly, though. This guy is, like, uh, on some level, he kind of, like, tore you down. Yeah, like, he's just straight up using dulcet moves. Yeah, like, yeah just, like, <laughs> just low punch like, in the corner. Range. Like, double low punch. <laughs> double injured. low punch. But you know you know what's funny? Uh, right before you walked up, just now, we, we uh, grabbed at the venue. Um <laughs> we were just talking about World Series of Fighting. I was like, you know, WSOF and, and CR, CR's like, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm like, World Series of Fighting. I was like, it's owned by a guy named Ray Seffo. Yeah, Ray Seffo. Right? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, you know, uh, fucking, have you seen this before? Very recently, like maybe a month or two ago, this guy was like, hey, you want to see my seats at WSOF tonight for the card? And uh, a bunch of people were like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm like reading this online. And uh, it's cool. It looks like a fucking... Like what you expect, lights yeah, yeah, everywhere yeah, yeah. like that. And then he's like, Yeah, check this out. And like he like pans his like shot to the far right and it goes from like this really dark, cool looking like you know, like a fucking fight, like yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. a cage, to like it it just gets brighter and brighter and then it's like some preteen 
gymnastic. Like they rented out like the corner of the gymnasium. There's or some magic oh, tournament yeah. going on over there. Like some pre-Zufa shit, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you see that as like the competition, that's why people are like, oh, you like UFC, and I'm like, well, especially with the Ariel Hawani shit last week. Like I know, I know it's all been somewhat rectified today, but when you see that they don't respect their personnel. They don't respect their infrastructure. They don't respect their fighters. They don't have any any real idea that really backs up anything positive towards anyone that works with them. Yeah, it's very hard to support that, and and it's so weird because like, you know, I was telling this the other day. Like, uh, I met Dana back in like 2011, and I I, I like kind of missed him actually. Like, he walked by, and I was I was like, uh, hey uh, hey Dana, and he, he turned around, and I was like. He's like, oh, hey. And he walked back to, like, he could have just said, fuck it. Yeah, walk, yeah, yeah. He came back to me, shook my hand. How you doing? You excited for the fights, all this stuff? I was like, oh, this guy's selling the card. Nice. But he's, he was nice about it. But that, does he got to sell the card, really? I, I, I mean, no, not no. the individuals on the street, right? right. <laughs> you know, that's that. what I'm saying. If you want to so, go, you're going to go. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, there's this guy versus, like, what the fuck? You're kicking out Ariel Hawani for doing his job? Yeah, like, man. I think a lot of it comes down to uh, trying to maintain control. Message. In, yeah. in fight sports where we've seen like the most, you know, uh, revered fight sport, you know, boxing turn to shit because fighters took control. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's why, you know, boxing is the way it is. And there's a million different belts. And you know what I mean? Like it's because the fighters are the ones who control who they fight and yeah. they can pad their record. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? Like in, in, It'll never happen in the UFC it because the UFC be doesn't let any. As soon as Conor McGregor gets too high, they're like, "Nope, we're gonna Snap. knock you down a peg." Yeah, just to let you know that you're, <clears throat> you may like even with like the CM Punk thing and the way they're handling mm. it. Yeah. that guy has more Twitter followers than the entire <laughs> UFC. Yeah. It's but, also uh, undefeated. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like as yet, yeah, as yet, so undefeated. So, you know, yeah. respect the record. I thought he was gonna be on that 200. Oh, I, I was actually curious sure. when someone said Lesnar's coming back. I was like. Is he fighting CM Punk? Like, no, that oh, would get be no, I know, I know. I just seen like murder. What's, yeah. Are they, what's murder. his weight class? What's it's his the, weight that's class? That's like the Mountain versus the Viper. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, settle down. The yeah. Viper had a good strategy going yeah, in. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, you know the reason? Uh, I, you know, obviously we're just talking about it because obviously you enjoy it and, and, and we all enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but uh, part of me bringing up that aerial stuff is because I, I I feel like from a distance there are some interesting parallels in your own career because by this and i mean and yo i get texts sometimes from from my king of the dot friends that are like yo chill out don't say that's that. right just going blah blah blah, blah. blah. just saying whatever yeah, I talking want. So, shit. so for people that are watching that may not be aware um uh dirtbag dan is uh often uh, cited as uh slash pay-per-view broadcast that's right yeah like <laughs> like you're you're often doing post Post uh, battle interviews, and yes. you're, you're also uh, just really in the thick of the, the thing, like you're, you're KOTD staff essentially. Right? I think they realize. Well, yeah, definitely. Like I'm staff uh, in, for the events. Like I don't work on the promotion outside of the individual events. So like I don't put together matchups. I don't plan events. I don't do like my relationship with King of the Dot is is one of like they've been cool to me and they gave us all on the west coast right. like a home to battle when the grind time thing collapsed so it was always like you know up until very recently i was it was every job was kind of just like contract one to one yeah. you know what i yep. mean and and i'm a free agent i work for any other league too and that's still the case but 
I, you know, exclusively broadcast for King of the Dot, I think because it's a hard job. I don't think there's anybody else like right now that could do it because of the way the system works. Yeah. Like battling, it's an eight hour pay-per-view. So imagine if you watched a UFC event and, you know, half of it was Joe Rogan and, <laughs> and Mike Goldberg talking. Like they better be saying something fucking cool or you're not mm -hmm. going to pay for that Significant. shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we've, myself and Battle Rap Chris, and Chris is definitely like the fact guy. He's mm -hmm. the guy who doesn't have like a strong bias in any direction. <laughs> yeah. and, and, yeah. and that's cool because you need that. But you also need the person with like the, you know, actual bring insight and someone who's willing to just talk shit and say what like because I'll I'll be like no that battle sucked Chris that's right yeah yeah you be like oh Chris the technical the technical aspect of this and you could be like well actually I, I just yeah you know, I wasn't feeling those bars because like that's like whatever you know like and and that's the reason I you know so like to maybe further explain my point a little bit like when you're saying like you know you're getting texts and all that there's this weird nebulous area that we exist in right now, okay? Because we both host shows that, like this podcast, the elevator pitch of it is this is an this is a podcast about the entertainment industry and the yeah. personalities within it. Yeah. Boom. That's pretty blanket. I can put on pretty much anyone on this show. Yeah, do exactly. That. It's a broad right. spectrum. So with with uh, the Dirtbag Dance Show, the the tag serious or not yeah. we are the espn of battle which rap which is so false like <laughs> we are not news we but, are purely entertainment sometimes we'll like we won't even talk battling for hours that's true you know? and you guys are so entertaining the 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 analysis that you guys provide though throughout battles is unparalleled there's there's it's, no one it's out from there that battlers that. that's why and, yeah. the, and the reason and it's not only from battlers but it's like I, the way it's set up, and that's the one thing that, like, I know that the reason that my podcast will have longevity within this battle rap format is because there's no other battle rapper who's doing a podcast. Because mm. there's something to be said for uh, the the blogger's perspective, yeah. but the blogger's perspective, like, fools aren't going to say the same shit to like battle rap Chris that they're going to say to me. At I'm going to drive different content mm. out of them, either by you know, insulting them or, or, or inebriating them and like, like, like bringing the wall down a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, like there's things that I can do because I'm a peer that the bloggers can mm -hmm. never do. You know That's what I mean? That's the thing. And like, I, I recognize that so much because, you know, you could see interviews and you know, there's blogs, we don't name them, but like there are, there are ones that interview battle rappers and they either like they're, they're too eager and they go right for the fucking killer question right away. Yeah. And it's like they either give you a bullshit answer or they don't give you the full... Th or they go yeah. way too long. Sometimes you see like... It's like talks about blank and it's 17-minute video. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I don't need to fucking... Like, like give me, you know, like a three, four-minute thing. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. But like what I'm saying is you guys provide like a very serious component to that. That like, again, and rooted in entertainment, yes. But the seriousness of it is very important. And, and I recognize that in the infrastructure. And, and like... You know, I, I don't know if that ever gets like brought up to you or whatnot, but I wanted to let you know, like that's significant, man. Like, like I think the fans, like they they let me know a lot, especially on the the pay per view. Um, the thing about the podcast that's kind of unique it, that I forget is that in between, like those really like us being insightful moments about battle rap, like or, or in between, most of the thing is just us like bullshitting and cracking jokes and little inside jokes and shit and fools will come up to me at shows and they'll say some like shit where i'm like how do you 
you know that? <laughs> you know, they've been and listening. Then I'm, yeah, though, I'm like, like, oh yeah. shit, I forgot. You listen to 87 two-hour episodes of yeah, me yeah, yeah. just talking, so you know me better than I like. So I, I don't like. I end up having this really instantaneously like we're homies rapport with yeah. the fans that show mm-hmm. up to shows because they don't walk up to me like. Hey man, it's nice to meet you. They walk to me like, "What's up?" Hey, like, dude, yeah. I talk to you every week. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and that yeah, yeah. that it is been the most beneficial uh, part of doing the podcast as a rapper, as a comedian, as a mm-hmm. battle rapper, everything. It it made me more endearing towards the end of my battle career. Like because people saw the way I dealt with a loss. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they saw they saw that I manned up and I owned it and I, and and I you know what I mean? Like you don't get to see that. It's not like I'm the only battle rapper ever in the world that has felt the way I felt about losing a battle. That's right, yeah. But I'm the only one that got to talk about it as much. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like everyone knew. They're like, oh yeah, he doesn't have some illusion about himself where he thinks he's better than he is or what. It just really humanized me. Super salty and like yeah I, yeah. Well, and, and battle rap is such a thing where you watch us in our like these. Oh and, and no matter well, it's, what, it's I very do, personal, right? Like, and it's the worst parts of us. Yeah, it's like and yeah. like. Uh, People will generalize us a lot. Like in public, like they'll be like, "Oh, they're battle rappers." Like those that group, that that group of dudes is battle rappers. That's why they're loud and and you know brash and <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, nah. I'm like, oh well, yeah. I guess yeah, fuck. I guess potentially I'm right. some of us. <laughs> yeah. But and then that's all it takes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if a right. group, of, if there's ten of us and four of us are assholes, then we're all assholes. You know <laughs> sure. I mean? Yeah. Forty so, percent's a good number. That's right? enough. <laughs> that's enough to sway the book. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I just, I don't know. It's 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 different like to be to have that connection with your fans through the podcast than it is when they just see you in these like angry little moments you know what i mean well yeah cuz like the alternative to this is that they get to know you through 3 to 5 minute clips of either music videos yeah. and whatnot or little bit interviews and this kind of thing yeah. like again listening to someone for 2 hours every week mm-hmm. you know roughly yeah that's like I mean, some people don't even have that with like their closest friends. Some, you know, you know what I mean like some people don't have that time with like people. on some real yeah, shit, man. Right. The, the like, at like, you know, Ron passed away. Yeah, and, I, I and didn't want to that. Broach no, that, but... fuck, that's dude. I, I think about Ron every day. I talk about Ron every day. Every day, I I say his name every single day, and not even on purpose. Not even on some like Ron when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> like, I I just it just comes up because he was such a a part of our lives in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. But we have ten episodes with him, so mm-hmm. there are so many people that have been come up to me and been like, thank you. For giving us, yeah. you know, ten hours or you know whatever to chill with with him and listen to him and really get to know him and and you know even like disasters come through and fools you know they're like yo I didn't know he was like that like I'll read the comments and they'll be like oh like they get a better idea of who he is because they only know the character they don't know the the real person mm-hmm. yeah it's disaster being like as close to the character and the real person at the same time <laughs> as anybody I've ever met in my life yeah but definitely like <clears throat> I I think about that. Or I've thought about that a lot because of uh, Ron, because that the, like those moments with him are not just in my head or fucking whatever. Like there, everybody can have that, and everybody can share that. Mm-hmm. And and so like every every interview we do, I think about like that. I'm like, oh, we got Dell here. Like let's talk to Dell. Like yeah. let's and and when we do. I think the thing that's refreshing is people are like, oh, he talked to Dell just like he talked to Ron. Like, it was the same, like... Totally. And, that, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. There is, like, a, such a an equalization there amongst the dynamic that you create. And and by that, I'm saying, like, the genesis for, for this show, even, 
originally was I want to I want to do production diaries for all the artists I'm producing. I, I wanted to have like, you know, this is what I'm doing this week. And after like seven or eight of these episodes, it was like, well, I got the artist in house right now. Why don't we just do an episode? Yeah. And then it was like, okay, next week we have this guest, and it just I let it evolve into like, I mean, look where the fuck we are now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, so uh, the Zen Garden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here at Float House, which is like just totally kombucha gardens nearby. Like, Beautiful. Yeah, like, like yeah. wizard level seventy six shit. So it definitely. Yeah. So we're even like, the water is enhanced. Yeah. By the way, how yeah. is that? It's, those, I feel okay. I feel extra hydrated. I think. Yeah. <laughs> we have a great show because yeah. of it. I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Actually. <laughs> uh, I, you, you know, you just brought up Ron. I don't want to. Uh, I didn't want to. No, fuck yeah. Man. I didn't want to bring it up, but like, you know, uh, I never had the pleasure to meet Ron. But I, I'm one of these people you're talking about. Like, I never had the pleasure to meet him. But watching episodes he's in, watching any material he's involved in, uh, gave me a, a different version of of the character that was battling and, and like and the perception of that. Like, my first time I ever saw him battle was Caustic versus Cadillac. Oh, which is a great back battle. In what, yeah. One of the most classic battles, in my opinion, of all time. And, and that, that battle, I remember the first time I saw Caddy, when he, when he does that first opening bar, he's like, like me and go together, like, hair yeah. like, like, when he, when he does that little scheme, I immediately was like, okay, yeah, you, anything you say, I'm, I'm going to listen to you. I you always know? thought that like the best of us were like, kind of like a Polaroid of where we're from you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and ron was the the like he's hollywood to me like it's Caddywood. <laughs> like i just think of whenever i i'm in hollywood like the whole atmosphere of that place is so him you know mm -hmm. what i mean and and that, i think that's what people really appreciate i think that's what people appreciate about anything that's all i ever try to do like when it comes to the podcast the the comedy the music whatever like i try to be authentic i try mm -hmm. to be genuine because that's the only thing that like separates me from anybody else if i'm just trying to make like a dope song or if i'm just trying to tell a joke to make you laugh well there, there's a, a bunch of people telling jokes to make you laugh there's a bunch mm -hmm. of people write dope songs like the only way that my work is going to have any kind of like value to someone for real is if it's you know genuinely about like an experience where I've learned something or I've changed in a way or whatever, you know Authentic, what I mean? Like yeah. just putting it out yeah. in the world. Like I always say that like the, one of the best examples in modern history of authenticity in music is Bobby Schmurder. Why everyone was like this song. Why does everyone like this song? Mm -hmm. Why is this song on, on the radio all the time? Uh, why is this the, the one that everybody picked up so fast? Because it was real. It was some real ass gangster shit and people yeah. could, sense the authenticity in the music whether they knew it or not they could tell that this shit was real and then nine months later the whole gang gets indicted they got 27 pistols and nine <laughs> ounces of crack they recently That's were a linked, bunch of pistols dude they were recently linked to a some like a cement shoe murder like they put someone in cement boots and threw them yeah. in the hudson like yeah. that's that so that's authenticity <clears throat> in in so like obviously a, like i'm not cement booting people and throwing them in the hudson but i am like i'll about. dab a half gram and, and not even cough and all, you know what yeah. i mean like i'll, I'll <laughs> roast anybody in front of me like the things that i am authentic about like and the things that i have learned in my life that's all i want to put out there through all of the you know different mediums that i operate in and that's to me that's the best way to have a connection with your fans to to you know build fans in the first place not to try and you know be cool but just to be the who the fuck you are that's right because that's what people latch on to eventually is, is the authenticity yeah like the the traditional values that i think all people can really gel with is like authenticity can you tell if they're telling the truth 
Or if it's not the truth, can you tell if at least it's coming from a... Yeah, they're going to believe it themselves, yeah. right? Like, even exactly, if you're singing yeah. about, like, or, like, involved in some sort of, like, fantasy stuff, like, as yeah. long as you're telling it from a, from that's a right, place yeah. That's here. what I was going to say, like, fiction is fiction, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't, be, you can't be, like, real about fiction, yeah. but you could be authentic about yeah, it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, the difference between, you know... Game of Thrones is sure, some like yeah. CW like Absolutely, enchanted yeah. ass bullshit. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's for real. Like uh, fuck six. I think that uh, <laughs> I think that that uh, that's like nowadays it's a lot more prevalent too. And I think that's because of artists like Kendrick Lamar and J Cole being mm. like the you know people who people strive to be in hip hop. And instead of wanting to be the guy with the most money, or instead of wanting to sure, be the guy man. with the yeah. you know with the in the camera with the fucking shit <laughs> puff daddy behind him and shit you know what i mean like which is cool though which is the which back then was the coolest <laughs> shit in the world yeah, but nobody's doing that like nobody can no, afford yeah. to like rent speedboats and helicopters for music yeah, videos yeah, anymore exactly. so like people went they go to the street and they you know slow pan on like homie with the dread missing in the you know in the blunt hanging like out real is and that? it's just like that's some real fucking shit like yeah, some yeah. data 5000 shit you know what yeah, i'm saying like yeah. uh, like death grips or whatever you know what i mean like yeah. some of their videos like or they're like really raw like they're not not even what you would even consider videos like they're like barely like, cut together it's just yeah. like chaos like indie, right indie it matches the music project. very exactly. yeah. that's appropriately right. yeah. and it feels correct on some level and that's, that's all that's yeah. all you gotta do yeah. and, and that, that's what I love about rolling with Kung Fu Vampire he's a whole like his whole shit is his whole shit it's not no, no one else it's is him. doing what he does yeah, yeah it's, it's just like total like that's that you know that's the thing like there's a lot of tags of like people tag you into a certain fan base or a certain genre or a certain group. They always want to box you into this little thing. And it's like, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I think Kung Fu Vampire does his own thing. And I think like you're both from San Jose and that's yeah. like, that's the connect, right? Like, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Oh, so he's the first person to ever hand me a microphone when I was 16 years old. And really? Like, Come on stage and rap. Right. Yeah. Really? He was like, he was, he's a little bit older than me. And, uh, he was the dude who like was recording in studios when I was rapping on the corner and shit. So I was like, I always looked up to him, you know, and at, you know, he, you know, game recognized game. We both in a city where like, not, there's not a lot of recognition and not a lot of like outside people looking in. Right. We were able to kind of make a names for ourselves in completely separate ways in our own lanes. So years together, it's like, it's natural for us to come together and do tours like this because one, we get along well. So it's like, you don't want to be driving across the country with <laughs> fools you don't like. But two, it's like, we're, you know, like tonight we're bringing a piece of San Jose to yeah. Vancouver yeah. and he covers bases that I don't cover and I cover bases that he don't cover. It's just like, it's, you know, and, and that's the allure of this show. And it's also like, we're both working class musicians that's right he goes and jumps as high as he can and screams as loud as he can and he got the the light lights synced with the drums and the bass <laughs> it's just like a whole a we show. roll out the production rig. it's a like, show yeah, yeah. And i'm so used to rolling with rappers where it's just like put the dj behind you and yeah. just look as cool as fucking possible on stage <laughs> yeah. and they do that shit all the way up to the top <clears throat> level you know yeah, what i mean yeah. and kung fu comes from a world where like these fools are they got showmanship on yeah. stage and they're fucking throwing soda fucking with people drinking swords drinking swords yeah it's insane drinking so like swords. he's found a way to like but he's also not the dude who is like i'm gonna fucking do what these fools do because that's mm. successful and he i think he's worked really hard to not yeah tie himself specifically to the 
any of the groups like but juggalos come out and support the, the technicians the tech nine fans that come out and support yeah and then all sorts of like in san jose like it'll be a bunch of like crazy cholo dudes that show up and support like yeah he right. pulls anybody who's seen him live because he's one of those dudes that like tonight like king of the dot homies will be like who the, who the fuck's kung fu vampire they're gonna leave like with a shirt and be like yeah that shit's dope Fucking you know what right. i mean like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah and that's like to me that's what i admire like if you're gonna go out there and put on a show like it ain't about you being cool. It's about you doing a job, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm out here to do a job. Like, all this shit is not super fun. Like, sitting in a van all day and dealing with fucking boredom. It didn't sound fun. It's not fun <laughs> at all. Like, <laughs> just swapping texts. I'm like, how's it going? But it means a lot. And the moments where I always say, like, about tourists, like, the parts that... It's fun most of the time, but the parts that suck suck more than any of the fun parts will ever be fun. Sure, That's yeah. true. But it's... It, at the end of the day... There's nothing like going out and making fans onto one to one, and mm -hmm. that, and you can't do it like you no. could get a million views on a YouTube video, but how many people are actually going to show up when you roll into town? You know that is that is the number one uh, qualifiable uh, piece of st stat that you could possibly look yeah. at right now in the industry because yes, there like like okay, like there are guys right now in our industry right now that are are they drop a video, it gets like five, six, seven million hits, and they could come to a market like this and maybe sell, like, ten tickets. Yeah. Five tickets. Yeah. Maybe not, like, you know, or, or maybe, or they they fucking sell out, like, the Commodore downtown or something like that, and, and it's just, like, some some crazy draw, and you're just like, what? How are they fucking Yeah, selling? how is this? I never have, no one ever comes up to me and says, have you heard this? No one ever, like, says, uh, my Spotify playlist is full of this guy. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, there's not, you know? But then they, they draw, like, fucking crazy. It's always such a weird mix. And, and this era we're in right now is so crazy for that because there's, there's like, a true disconnect for the first time, like we're saying, where you can have, like, a, a tremendous amount of views and the following, fan base can... A following can, online. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but, like, okay, like, the opposite of that is you can have a following, like, a yeah. true draw where you can go market to market and you always know, like... And not of, have a big presence online. That's right. And yeah. then and, and vice then versa, not, yeah. yeah. And then people will check your videos and it's like, oh, you got, like... What, you got like 10,000 hits on your video? And they're like, well, I don't know. But then you go out and, and yeah, you're like, boom, you just pack like two, 300 everywhere. Yeah. Like, it, you'd much rather have that guy's career than fucking 7 million views on a video and like, yeah, well, the internet's so fickle, right? Like, know? a view is not like someone that has an emotional kind of connection to you, True. right? Like, yeah. it takes a, a lot view, more to pay to get into something. A somewhere. view is 10 seconds of a video, I closed it, or it could be even the full thing. It could be 10 views. That's right. And it might it could be, be emotional. the full thing, and I press play and walked away. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I, actually, but a show is like you can, if you showed up yeah. to a show, you, you already really spent, give a shit about the you spent shit. money. And first if you of all. buy a shirt, sure. then you're a yeah. fan probably for life. Probably, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean. And that's what we learned about touring is that if you like can sell someone some merch, and and yeah. if you go out, I love and, band shirts. Then you're dude. You got. They're gonna wear that shit till it's gone. They they want pe the people are gonna ask them about it. You know what yeah, I mean. Definitely. The cooler the shirt is, the more they're gonna get asked about. So like, it's definitely that's the way. Like not it's that's even more than the one to one because not only have you earned a fan for life, but you've earned like you got a billboard now yeah, too that yeah, walks exactly, around. Yeah, I find sometimes I've gone to a couple shows recently uh, from artists I've uh, listened to online, and I've gone to a show. They came to Vancouver. I'm like, oh fuck, they're they're here. Yeah. Go to the show. And I've messaged them on Facebook. I'm like, oh, you, do you have shirts? And they're like, no. 
I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, you're out what of your the mind. fuck, man? Like, yeah, come on, mind. what are you doing? Like, Dude, even, like I tonight... only want to like, I want to buy a shirt. I'm paying twenty bucks to come to the show. Yeah, I want to spend another twenty dollars on a shirt. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, looking for because I don't want to pay shipping. Shirt. I live in Canada. It's gonna be like fifty bucks. Like, fuck you. Anyways, like the whole like. Yeah, you, that's that's the whole way you make money. Exactly. On tour. I mean, like realistically, we're hauling a van and a trailer across the country and getting hotels every night. Like shit costs money. So a lot of a lot of the reason that we're out here is that merchandise. And yeah. Kung Fu Vampire is a prime example. If you look at his merch setup, he got he got <laughs> everything. Right? Oh, watch watch when you go back over there. He got ten different t-shirt selections. He's got you know five different hats. He's got a couple different <laughs> beanies or. Hooks or whatever the fuck you weirdos call them out. <laughs> Keep your milk in a bag. Yeah. Every time hey, I say that, that's Ontario. Like, East that's it's Ontario. It's yeah. Ontario. No, no. Yo, I, I definitely drank milk in a bag. I've definitely seen it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, it's definitely. super weird when you cut the edge off a milk bag. You're like. How did it come to this? What's happened? <laughs> like, come to this. yeah, we're we're on, my life. We're on, I've definitely done that. I've done yeah, that. that's he's your got, that's he's your wheel. Hell of shit, and that's how like that's how you do it. Because like, if the, you don't want one thing, even you're just want shirt, something you need else. something that's though. Right. You need and something. And if you came last time, you can get a different shirt this time. Absolutely. Yeah. I got three shirts, and I'm feeling like a sucker. Out here. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, exactly. I only got three. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking. Uh, that, that's that's pretty accurate. Like like honestly, you know. I, actually, I don't want to really tell the hustle too much because, like, no, nah, don't sell, don't sell the hustle, yeah. bro. Don't tell the hustle, you sell the hustle. The you know game, what I'm saying? The game is to be sold. The game is to be sold. Not to be told. Oh, so, man. I'll tell you what. Like, uh, let's. I want to talk to. I want to chat to you about this because this is actually a pretty crazy accomplishment recently you just did. Um, but I need you to help me with the venue because. Uh, uh, I've been drinking for like six hours. Oh, a uh, so. comedy show. That's at the, right. At the San Jose Improv. San Jose Improv. Which is the, uh, it's an improv, which is great. You know what I mean? I got to rock in front of the brick wall with yeah, the Yeah, what did you do there? It. What did you do there I did 20 minutes of comedy, which is the longest. Wow, that's a long set. It's the longest set that I've done outside of like, dude, my, I have some like open mic homies that run open mics and they... They like recognize that I'm coming into this late, mm-hmm. and oftentimes, like if I'm doing good, they'll just <clears> let me float, and I'll be going for like 14, 15 minutes. That's normally and a I'm bad looking mark. At it, I'm like, you yeah. dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, but now you're putting me in a bad spot. So I was really worried about doing 20. I was nervous about it, but uh, I saw I saw the uh, uh, there was a, a clip, a couple clips went up online, uh-huh. and I saw one and. You're you're so fucking natural at this, dude. I gotta tell it's you, like, just, it's I easy. recognize it. I feel like a dick saying it, but it's fucking easy. Wow. The performance aspect of it's easy. On the on the flip side, <laughs> writing jokes is super yeah. fucking hard. That's really so hard. So writing jokes is super hard, but performing comedy easiest fucking thing in the world. It doesn't even Keep have to rhyme. I'm, yeah. I'm used to rhyme. <laughs> yeah. I'm used to everything having That's to rhyme. And every night you're at the Apollo, and there's another guy across from you who's gonna call you a faggot and punch you. It's got a performance in if you spit on him. Like there's, there's rules. Like it's so there's so many things that could like stand in your way and, and make your life hard in a battle. And I think that. Uh, Coming from that, That's you learn. You're just like, oh man, dude, someone you don't like my joke? <laughs> I don't give a fuck yeah. about that. Can you matters. Imagine, it matters. Can you imagine? Can you imagine right now if comedy was like that? 
if comedy well, was like is two so. guys on stage and like you got to tell a joke and another guy got to tell a yeah. joke, but the other guy was <laughs> berating you in his <laughs> joke, like like. But the thing about comics, that's kind of <clears> their, <throat> that's kind of the culture of comics is like talking shit, like bringing people down, like not in a negative sense. There is a roast yeah. battle series that they do uh, at the Comedy Store in LA, and I what I heard, what I read was that they actually got approved for a Comedy Central pilot. Oh, so wow. you're probably gonna see. Uh, soon, a Comedy Central show that's going to be comedians making fun of each other, and you might even see me on that. Oh, show. that'd be because I've been in contact with those dudes, and they know that like I come from a battle yeah, background. Yeah, exactly. And their videos, like their YouTube videos, get you know five thousand, ten thousand views. Their their music videos get less than our our or their uh you know improv yeah, yeah. Or, or comedy store battles that are hosted by like or judged by like Jeff Ross I've seen him judged by Dave Chappelle like legends. whoever's there and Just shows legends, up these, yeah. these things they get like 5,000 10,000 views max so yeah. I'm like bro let me come out there and we'll get we'll break 100k on that <laughs> you know what I mean but then they get the Comedy Central contract I'm like well they probably don't give a fuck about the yeah, YouTube exactly. views anymore yeah. <laughs> hey guys you still want to let me come <laughs> no but I think that that uh, being like having you know not changing my name, which would have been fucking stupid, because I worked so hard for yeah, people to branding. call me a dirt bag for some fucking reason. <laughs> <Dirt> <laughs> bag what yeah. a dummy. But uh, uh should have named myself Girth Brooks or something Jeez. that I would have been I would have been proud to be called on Isn't that weird Jesus. that again in this era there's this weird like fake name I like, like that. Yeah. Do you like like what what are some of the ones you can nail off the top of your head? There's one I saw the other day that I was like, you've gotta be Fucking kidding! Oh, me. there's like, all there's there's I, I, there is a Girth Brooks. No, no. But there's okay. like, there's like, a trend. On, there's a trend stop. of taking like you know famous. Uh, famous names and then just switching like. It's so lame. I remember though. like DJ Clue was like. I'm I'm Fidel Cashflow or something. Yeah, Fidel Cashflow. I was like, I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's Fidel Cashflow. But then, like, when bands, like, when pen name, like indie bands started naming themselves shit like that, I was like, yeah, that's oh yeah, for sure, right? Yeah, I'm like, it's almost like I find hipsters to ruin everything. I feel like it's kind of like grasping it. Like you almost expect to be popular for a very short amount of time. Yeah, because, that's actually that's pretty like, much it. Yeah, you're, you yeah, can your never surpass is... the, your own initial parody. You're like right? the William Hungs. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I don't think we're gonna be around in 2016. Yeah. You know? Why don't latch onto this thing? What was that in Arrested Development? It was like the Hung Jury or something like that. That was like oh, his God. band name in Arrested Development. <laughs> it was like the Hung Jury or that's some shit. Like name, though, yeah. yeah, I like I like anything with Hung in it. I think is yeah, it's a, a good rock one. With. Yeah, but uh, uh, the fact that I go by Dirtbag Dan and I have like. I do good numbers on the Instagram and the Twitter and you the Facebook. Agree? So most comedians that are like operating on my level, comedian wise, they don't have the same kind of like internet following that I do. No. So I could hit up almost any club and be like, "Hey, let me get some time," and they'll look me up and go, oh, "Shit, all right, yeah. give me some fucking time." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like that's uh, a big bonus. I got it. Fuck yeah! It's a, it helps me skip the line. You know what? Absolutely, I'm, and as it should, right? Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, butts and seats. I always tell like the comedians will say, and we'll say to each other that it don't. I don't fucking care if you like me. Yeah. I just got to make them think I'm good. I yeah. don't care. Fuck what y'all think. You know. What yeah, I mean? it's yeah. it's this weird. Again, like it's so strange that there's like always someone who wants to try to hold you back because of like what it's you jealousy, choose to do right? creatively. But realistically, it comes down to this. Like even this show right now, it doesn't really fucking matter what we talk about. There's yeah. so many topics we can talk about, but is it entertaining? Are they staying on for the yeah, whole yeah, episode? Yeah. Are they even watching at this point? This kind of thing. Like when you watch, when you when you 
commit to content like that. That's what it matters about. And like, that's something I think you have a really strong grasp of because again, I've seen this many times in your podcast when I've like listened or watched, uh, it'll be like just people talking about whatever and you let it go because you know that like, this is entertaining to me. I'd yeah. rather listen to this. No. Than... And even if they're like bagging on me or even if <laughs> like, yeah, like that's that's, was, you have yeah. to like allow the moment to that's happen. It. You can't, and, and, and you can't control every moment, bro. I can't tell you how many times I've been on the podcast. Like oh, y'all are fucking my show up. <laughs> yeah. Great. All right. Just keep going guys. Yeah. Keep, no, keep doing it. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, totally, keep doing yeah. it. But it's like that. I, I also know, and I also like am reminded constantly by like Rory from the outside. Like, yeah, that's good. That's why people watch. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like sometimes people will be like, yo, you guys hate each other. Just like, like, no, no. Like, well, we fucking Nothing love could each be further, other. That's yeah. how we can yeah. talk to each other like that. These guys know? were fucking with me last week because we were, we were talking about uh, our guest uh, hates flying. And I was like, yeah, the, uh, the only way I got over flying was because uh, my fiance uh, hated flying. So I had to kind of learn to just be the rock. So I had to like just be her rock for that, and the, and and it was just like it hung in the air for yeah. a second. It was like it was like everyone's like, oh, it was like, that's kind of okay. I was like, you guys are assholes. Yeah, wasn't here. Was like, it's a great story, bud. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shit about that. I was like, thanks, you fucking pricks. You guys are assholes. But yeah. like that kind of thing. Like rather than being uh, like. We guys have to respect or just change the subject real fast and yeah. then and like no one's gonna notice that. No, yeah. everybody yeah. noticed yeah. it. Exactly. Acutely <laughs> aware. Or bring it up the next week. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. bro, we yeah. have things like oh yeah. like okay, so here's a here's a here's a, a piece of information that I'll only give people that, that listen to this podcast. Okay. Because there are certain things, this is how we do uh, shit on the Dirtbag Dan show. And it actually we actually named it after a, a really l- shitty local battler. Uh, things get oh things get funeral nicked, and what that oh, means yeah. what that means is we it's so bad or we've took it so far that we can no longer even mention it on the show anymore. <laughs> Too much. So the last thing that got funeral nicked was Shade Wars. I don't know if you're that familiar with title, Shade, hashtag yeah. Shade Wars. Shade Wars was like this thing where we read the YouTube comments and there was like some kind of like perceived animosity between caustic and reverse live and so like we had invented this whole thing where it's like oh it's the shade wars and now it's like whoever gets the funnier gets to stay and have it sit in a seat and we were just like going nuts. and then we just started two getting, men enter one man leaves. it got bad we were being so nasty to each other that i was like after the shade wars episode i was like yo funeral nick we never mentioned that shit again. Yeah. like it's just over because the funeral nick thing we kept talking we were like oh man look how bad this guy is and then he would send us another video and like oh man he's even worse then we're like dude he's not it, it's this is how bad he is should it's just gonna possible. keep me in this bad like we need to stop shining a light on this shut it down you you guys make you fun I like of that funeral name nick. though funeral nick yeah th- these guys make you fun of funeral nick some of the best <laughs> stuff on the internet but we had to I, just stop because it was so like he was just gonna keep sending us shit yeah, right. it was like poking a bear yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what i mean it's but like, like a like a fet a fetid bear. It's yeah. like no, no, no. The bear is too much. Yeah. You guys actually Dana White of that shit and controlled the message. Yeah. That's <laughs> what you gotta nice. do, bro. That's what you gotta do. Uh speaking of controlling the message, I just wanted to uh you know, I I think uh We'll probably release you from your earthly duties here. I don't want to yeah. take up more time than we got. Yeah, man. I, you know what I want? I want a beer. 
Yeah, I drink a lot more on tour than I do at home. I'm not like a big drinker. I'm a, I'm typically a more of a smoky guy. We, but we've been drinking since about three because I think when we talked originally, I was like, I was like, when are you coming through? And I was like, okay, well, I want, I want these guys to be ready. Yeah. And then and then it was like, okay, border crossing, and I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. This so could, this could take a while. We, and it did. We've done a good lap. Did you get fucked over there, down yeah. there? Yeah. Oh uh, no, we just got the you know, they just give you the good. Good old, the check, old once you know? over, yeah. Good once over. We had to like declare merch, and they had to count our shit to make sure they really was... got into it. I mean, they they got they opened the tubs. I'm sure they didn't break it out yeah, and count, yeah, yeah. but they needed to make sure that like we weren't we weren't like doubling or halving our numbers. I don't think there was any stress off of like any one of us having any kind of criminal shit going on because if there was, it would have been longer. Yeah, yeah, you would have. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. It was cool, bro. And we get into the country, and everyone's like, "Yeah, boy!" <laughs> yeah, so, man. man, we're here, and we're in Canada till the twenty sixth. We go all the way from here, uh, Vancouver, all the way uh, as far as Toronto. I think nice. okay. Grand Bend, Ontario, is our last day in uh, in Canada before we dip back into and do like Omaha, Nebraska, and a couple of days in Colorado and go home. But we we hit almost every major market i don't know if there was like no quebec there there is no no quebec and no scotia like we don't go that oh, far okay but the, i i think we might miss like i don't know if there's a manitoba date i think what about is. like detroit do you hit like windsor Detroit? no no we see it this is all it's all canada so like we're not doing any the only states dates oh, that we did I see. Okay. we did a few on the way up uh pacific northwest and then we do omaha nebraska yeah. uh greeley colorado and denver colorado on the way home and then we're yeah. just dipping back in because i think kung fu goes back out in a month and a half or two months and he's doing like 60 dates in the wow. united states oregon and washington state are pretty much canada anyway yeah right? pretty like, much yeah, yeah. the pacific like, northwest just they're good bah. states they're yeah. good states they're hey, better man, than I, we i've had so much fun already and uh it this, the tour just started and i'm knowing that you know like the canadian leg of this tour is just going to be extra special for me because like i said I, I haven't had an opportunity to go to like i've never been to saskatoon you know yeah what i mean like there's yeah, so many yeah, places totally. like where people are like oh you got to go there that's where shows crack but you you know like it's not like king of the dots throwing battles there so i'm not out there. no exactly mm-hmm. and like you know uh for what it's worth um i'll make sure we throw up all the uh all the tour dates up on oh on yeah yeah episode. yeah for sure and then kung fu vampire.com of course uh, all the information uh and and you could get tickets and all that good stuff and how can people follow you sir dirtbag dan 408 on everything on everything, everything. facebook twitter instagram dirtbag dan 408 do you know how much i love uniform social media yeah big man it's a time. yeah it's, it's a, a big deal big it's a key. big deal uh, uh my good friend cmart over here uh a bit of a running gag here uh how can people follow it's what? not a thing wouldn't bother no no don't bother they just so don't. He says don't no. bother it just actually. says don't bother i like that man. it says that on all of our episode like yeah. all the information yeah like who how do you follow these people don't, don't bother don't bother yeah. cmart yeah. okay cool. uh if you guys want to follow the podcast you want to go to intergalacticinterviews.com uh we're available on spotify and youtube and itunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher and goddamn, you've everything. got it. all the good everything. ones. And uh, if you want to follow anything me, you want, anything you need, need. yeah, <laughs> everything you need. Uh, if, if you want to follow me, you can follow me uh, at MD underscore Boomsday and that, as well as Uniform, right across the board. That's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. That's how you do her, uh, sir. This is a goddamn pleasure. I'm so happy. Hey, it's uh, been a good time. Thanks for having me in this like super zend out studio and giving me super uh, powered hydro water. Yeah, you guys want to do a quick float after this? Big quick float. Quick 90 minute float. float. Just, get a little, just get a little float going before the show, you know? 
You're really being, relax your bones. You're like, wow, <laughs> I've never seen a set so relaxed. I always, talk, yeah, exactly. I always like, I'm a big, you know, have you ever seen the video where I eat the, the magic truffles and yes. do the battle? So, like, I'm, yeah, obviously, <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a registered psychonaut, and I would like, oh, nice. I would love, I would love to float. Uh, I would love to do an enhanced float. California seems, seems like float fucking capital. Seems of the dangerous. States. Seems seems like an, an enhanced float could be dangerous. <laughs> I'm willing to take the risk. Yep. <laughs> I love for to facilitate that. You let me know. Uh, right. Dirt Dan, you're the fucking king, dude. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we love you guys. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you all next week. Love you. Ooh.